the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Ready to talk about the cornerback position and the 49ers depth at the cornerback position. It's going to be a fun episode because the 49ers have a lot of really young, fun players at the position, including guys who have stepped up over the last couple of years. And there's some tremendous question marks about some of the other guys as we go through the depth chart. Of course, the 49ers have made it a point to continue to draft and develop cornerbacks ever since John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan got to San Francisco. And it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. They've had some guys like Akilah Witherspoon that haven't quite worked out, but they've also had gems that they got on the undrafted free agent market like Emmanuel Mosley. So there's been a combination of that, plus adding veterans like Jason Verrett that you know at times produced, but really was marred by injury, unfortunately. So the 49ers have been looking to continue to build this cornerback position. And they've done it a variety of different ways, whether that's drafting, signing in the undrafted market, or also signing un- unrestricted free agents. And the 49ers have been willing to do that, bringing in guys like Richard Sherman to stabilize the secondary. Spending at the position has never been the concern. And the 49ers did not waste any time last year jumping into the free agent market and that big splash being Charvarius Mooney Ward and and Charvarius Ward uh, came in with highly touted and big time expectations. And I think he lived up to those expectations. He's a top 10 cornerback in the league. And I think he fundamentally changed the 49ers defense in a couple of different ways. First off, you didn't really have to get him too much help in normal situations. A lot of times the 49ers would have to use their safeties to give help coverage over the top and, it kind of changes some of the coverages that they were able to run in 2021 just because of injuries and who they had on the field. The 49ers rolling with some young guys like Ambry Thomas. But Traverius Ward brought some stability to the position, and he brought a real ability to play at a high level. You could run him out there with some of the top wide receivers in the league, and he could hold up. You throw in the fact he's really good in run fits as well and, and tackling, And he makes for a very well-rounded cornerback that the 49ers can feel happy having one side of the field taken care of. Now, he would travel at times, even though the 49ers don't normally do that at corner. He would travel from one side to the other, uh, occasionally going to the nickel, depending on situation, to try to take away a wide receiver from the opposing team. But Tarverius Ward is the number one cornerback on the San Francisco 49ers roster. I don't even think it's a question mark. And the, the things that he's able to do definitely help out this 49ers team. Just the fact that he's out there makes it so they can give help in other areas. And then they can go ahead and build a defense around having a good corner. Uh, Also, you know, when you have a defensive line that plays the way the 49ers do, and I did a video about the defensive line depth, go check that one out. You can really find out, you know, how good a cornerback is when they can stick with these guys for a long time. And with Mooney Ward, what it did was not only did it give uh, the defense always gave him time, but he gave the defense time as well. He would cover so well that sometimes the defense would get some coverage sacks. So 
He changed the way the 49ers secondary play that I expect him to take even another step forward with new defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes at the helm. So Tarverius Ward, number one on the list. Number two, I'm going with Diameter Lenore. Lenore, of course, looks to be the starter opposite of Charverius Ward, and for good reason. Last year, he came onto the scene, and he was going to play some nickel corner early on. He was taking over for Sam Womack, who had struggled a little bit in run fits. I don't think it had as much to do with coverage as it did with being able to make stops in the run game and make tackles, where Womack was somewhat struggling. Yelmer Lenore came in, and he played well, and then it wasn't too much longer, and Emmanuel Mosley got hurt. Once Emmanuel Mosley was injured, it was Yelmer Lenore's job to step outside, and the 49ers went with Jimmy Ward in the nickel. Yelmer Lenore played very well. He had some ups and downs, of course. He had some times where teams took advantage of him and went after him, and I think that's to be expected. But what Yelmer Lenore did was really hone in his skills and get comfortable with playing the position. And by the time we got to the playoffs, he did not disappoint. He played at such a high level, a completion percentage under 30 for all three of those playoff games. I think that's what the optimism is around Yamra Lenore is the fact that he could potentially be a nice number two uh, running alongside Charverius Ward and that you're having a really good secondary to go with that very good front seven. So Lenore's ability to come on the scene and make plays, including uh, getting turnovers and interceptions, is something the 49ers desperately needed. Mosley was able to do that, but once Mosley was lost, the 49ers appeared to be a little bit lost. They had a win with Ambry Thomas in 2021, but Ambry Thomas fell out of uh, the, you know, the, the good graces of the 49ers secondary, and they decided to go with Lenore. And I think Lenore has a lot of upside. The way that he plays against the run, his physicality he plays with, his tackling ability, also the way he competes on every single play. What he gives up a little bit as far as size and, and speed, he makes up with his intensity and intelligence. So I'm optimistic about Diamond Lenore and what he means for this 49ers secondary and this 49ers cornerback group. So he's number two. Number three is newcomer Isaiah Oliver. The 49ers went out and got him from Atlanta, and he's coming in as a big physical nickel corner, taking over for Jimmy Ward. Of course, Jimmy Ward leaves in free agency, and it wasn't really his position that he was used to playing, even though he excelled at it. He created more turnovers as a nickel corner than he did as a safety. So the 49ers bring in Isaiah Oliver, who's one of the best cornerbacks in the league against stopping the run. So now you're going to have a good secondary at stopping the run between Ward, Lenore, and Isaiah Oliver. And Oliver's pretty good in coverage as well, drafted as an outside corner who has now slid inside. And he looks very comfortable playing on the inside. Nothing but rave reviews coming from Isaiah Oliver. And he's going to start at nickel. He'll play about 70% of the snaps. And what's nice about this group you have as your starting unit with Ward, Lenore, and Oliver is they can have the flexibility to move inside and out. Every single one of them can play in the slot. And every single one of them can play on the outside. Of course, you don't want to do it consistently where you move Oliver outside. There's a reason he plays nickel corner because that's what fits best for his skill set. But that versatility is going to allow the 49ers a multitude of different looks and just opportunities to cover uh, guys in different ways and find the matchups that work best for your defense and your unit. So it's a lot of fun. Oliver's going to be a good blitzer coming off the edge. And that's something that Steve Wilkes likes from his secondary is to be able to blitz. And Oliver does it at a high level. And when he hits you, he absolutely hits you hard. 
He's a very impressive player. So I like the top three for the San Francisco 49ers. To me, this is a really solid unit. And you can see that they have continued to work on making sure their starting unit is the best it can be, all the while building depth. I think they've done a really good job here. Ward's top 10 uh, cornerback, Diamond Lenore, definitely came on the scene. And we know Isaiah Oliver is very, very good and prudent at what he does at the position. Next up is 49ers rookie uh, draft pick from 2022 in Sam Womack. I think Samuel Womack started the first two games of the season in 2022 as the nickel corner. There's a lot of optimism about him. He's super long, long arms. Uh, he competes at a high level. He gets very physical with wide receivers. Change of direction is good. What we saw from the 49ers with Samuel Womack was he played nickel at first, and then they translated him to the outside where he was able to get some playing time in like the Atlanta game. And I thought Sam Womack looked good at times. Of course, you could see some of the weaknesses that he was going to consistently have to work on. But now you're bringing in a guru like Steve Wilkes to work with his secondary. That can only benefit Sam Womack. The reason I have Womack as the fourth uh, cornerback on this list is I believe the other three are a little bit better than him right now. But I also believe Womack's versatility makes him a prime candidate to be the first guy in, whether that's at nickel or at outside corner. And I think the 49ers feel confident with his versatility and having him out there. I also think we'll see an improvement in him in run fits. He'll be able to get up there and make some tackles. But if he does have to play nickel, offenses won't be able to target him and run at him and get extra yardage. But he'll be able to come up and make some plays for this 49ers defense. I think Womack is a solid uh, NFL caliber player. Of course, he doesn't get on the field as a starter my, uh, you know, unless there's an injury. Uh, hopefully there's no injury. We have Womack as the fourth cornerback on this team. And I think that he could really play at a high level if that is the case. Next up, number five, I'm going with Ambry Thomas. And Ambry Thomas, it looked like he was going to be the guy that would eventually start opposite of Charvarius Ward. Emmanuel Mosley left in free agency, and it, you know everyone kind of thought that was a possibility going into the 2022 season that after the season, Emmanuel Mosley would leave and Ambry Thomas would step up. Some even thought they would be in competition for the job, but there was no real competition. Ambry came into training camp, and he just wasn't the same as 2021. Whether that was him not taking the offseason seriously, which I can't speak to that, I don't know. Uh, but that has been some of the rumor or the fact that maybe the other players just caught up to him. It appears that Ambry Thomas is sliding down this 49ers depth chart. I think some of the things Coach Steve Wilkes has said about him are promising about how Ambry Thomas has impressed him during the offseason. That's good news for the 49ers because Ambry Thomas has a tremendous amount of talent. You throw in the length and the speed and the fluidity in the hips, uh, and he's not afraid to make tackles either. And you've got a nice cornerback for the 49ers system. So Ambry Thomas is somebody that I think is in the mix uh, to continue to compete. I think part of the problem with him and the reason I put him at number five, he's going to have to compete with Sam Womack. And Womack is that, has that versatility to play inside and out, which I believe gives him a heads up. Plus, I saw last year Womack was ahead of him on the depth chart because when the first guy in was Womack. It should have been Ambry Thomas. He should have been able to play at a high enough level for it to be him. So he's got some making up to do. He's got some work to do. He still has the potential. We just haven't seen the potential translate to film after the 2021 season. There were moments he looked great in 2021. There were moments you could see the rookie uh, you know, struggle at times with some of the things he was expected to do. I think that Ambry Thomas can come in on the scene and make an impact, but he's going to have an uphill climb. He's 
just to just to be the first guy in, he's gonna have to beat out Sam Womack. And to get on the field, he's gonna have to beat out Diameter Lenore because he does not play nickel. And so that kind of you know pigeonholes him into what he can compete against, but definitely talented enough to make an impact in 2023 if he takes it seriously and he hits the ground running. Next up is the 49ers new rookie draft pick in Daryl Lutter Jr. And, and Daryl Luter Jr. is a very good uh, cornerback. He's got a lot of techniques that you would like to see from your corners. He's pretty refined. He's going to be coming in there and competing. And he's another guy that has a little bit of position versatility, being able to play outside corner and inside. He's long. He's got long arms. He's definitely uh, good at playing press coverage. So he's going to be an exciting guy to come in and compete with the others. And he could be in competition with Ambry Thomas, depending on how many cornerbacks the 49ers keep. 49ers elect to keep five cornerbacks like they did in 2022. Then it could be a battle between Ambry Thomas and Darrell Luter Jr. to see who makes the roster. Uh, Luter Jr. is definitely somebody the 49ers are high on, and you can see it on film. There's an intelligence. There's a, a instincts about him to make him go and fight for the football. He likes to stay right on his receivers and doesn't allow a ton of separation. He's a different kind of cornerback than Ambry Thomas. Ambry is very good in press coverage as well. We just don't see that as much from the 49ers, but Steve Wilkes said that is going to be something that could be added to the repertoire of the 49ers defense. That being the case, you would think that Ambry Thomas and Darrell Luter Jr. have an opportunity to make an impact on the team. I put him behind Ambry Thomas because we've seen Ambry play at a pretty good clip here in the NFL. That 2021 run, we've seen some potential out of him. So I think he is ahead on the depth chart right now. But Luter Jr. can come in and compete. And there's nothing to hold him back from jumping over Ambry Thomas, especially if he can prove that that versatility is a real thing in the NFL and that he can play outside in. Of course, there's going to be a learning curve. He has to learn the system. He has to learn what his responsibilities are. And he has to learn what Steve Wilkes wants from his cornerbacks. But he definitely has the talent to come in and compete with Ambry Thomas. And who knows, it could be last man standing makes this roster between those two guys. Number seven, I'm going with Quantrez Knight. Uh, Knight is one of my favorite players on the whole team. I love his instincts. He just has a natural feel for playing football and understanding uh, coverages and understanding what an offense is trying to do. He is explosive when blitzing. And he likes to jump routes and make plays. He is a fun player to watch. He's an absolute spark plug on the field. And I think we saw some of those instincts last year during training camp in the preseason. The question is, can that translate to his second training camp? 49ers gave him an award for how good he was during the practice uh, year as a practice squad player of the year. Quantrez Knight is a definite gem. Just can he make this roster with the amount of talent that is ahead of him? Montrez will be an inside you know, nickel corner, and that's where he's going to compete. So he needs to compete with Womack and Ambry Thomas. Now, there is a, a chance that he can make this roster if he can go out there and prove how invaluable he is, which we've seen on film before and in person. The guy puts in the work. But if you get a guy like Sam Womack, who's your first guy in on the outside and at the nickel, then what you could do is keep a guy like Quantrez Knight to play the nickel knowing that you're going to have you know, a, a, a player that can play outside like Sam Womack, and then you go Ambry Thomas. Ambry Thomas making the roster and being an outside guy may be a reason that you keep a guy like Quantrez Knight on the roster, knowing that he's not as good playing the nickel, that being Ambry, where Quantrez is. 
Plus, Quantrez is going to be a great special teams player and has versatility to play safety as well in a pinch. So you have a lot of position versatility with Quantrez Knight, but the instincts are off the charts. The intelligence is great. I think he's going to be a fun one to watch during training camp and the preseason. Let's see what he could do. I hope he comes out and shows up and shows out. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. Number eight, go with Miles Hartsfield. Uh, he was brought in to be an extension of Steve Wilkes. That's what Steve Wilkes said, like a coach on the field. With Hartsfeld, he's expected to be in the safety room, but he did mention that he was going to sometimes have an opportunity to come in and play nickel corner like he did in Carolina. So Miles Hartsfield, because of the connection with Steve Wilkes and the fact that Wilkes talked so highly about what he was going to add to this team as far as intelligence and understanding exactly what Wilkes wanted from each one of his players, I think it's important to keep him up here in the top eight, even though I don't think he's probably going to play corner very much. He is going to be helping this team. So he's got an importance of what he adds to the roster. So Miles Hartfield being number eight uh, with an outside opportunity to compete at corner. I think he's more likely to compete at the safety position. Number nine, undrafted free agent Deshaun Jameson. Jameson is a fun player to watch. Uh, can be very frustrating at times when you're watching the film. You see the speed, you see the athletic ability, you see instincts, uh, and then you see sometimes where he just gets smoked and beat. And I think that's something that you know he's going to get better and better at. He's got to refine some of his techniques and skills, uh, and not always trust those instincts that can get you in trouble, but trust your your reads, your post snap reads. And I think he'll get there. I think he's going to develop. I think the 49ers are going to be excited about Jamison. We'll see what if he's able to compete in year one or if that ultimately means a practice squad bid with him coming back next year to compete. But he also adds some things on special teams. A guy that has versatility right now to play outside and in, I see him more as a nickel corner, even though he does play outside because of his height and length. I worry about him being able to consistently play on the outside. But the thing is, those instincts sometimes pay off for him and he makes plays. And he's exciting. So I'm excited to see what he can do in training camp and for this 49ers roster. Number 10 is A.J. Parker. Uh, and A.J. Parker's been around for a little bit in this league. He's a guy that I know the 49ers are pretty fond of. Uh, and just the you know the what he adds to the San Francisco 49ers roster. He's out of Kansas State, 5'11", 185 pounds. And the 49ers brought him over uh, to you know come in and potentially you know compete for a roster spot on the on the team 
Uh, and the 49ers, you know, they're always looking for the next guy that can step up. He's wearing Emmanuel Mosley's old number 41 jersey. He played in three games last year. Uh, and, you know, he he made he made a couple plays. Um, he had, you know, 11 tackles, 10 of those solo, and one assisted tackle. So he definitely was in there uh, making some plays. And, and now he's over with the 49ers looking to compete after playing for the Lions last year. So... Uh, that's what's that's what's going on with AJ Parker. I have him low on the list because I'm just not sure he's going to be able to crack this 49ers 53 man roster. It is a very talented roster for sure, and the 49ers have a lot of depth at the position. And last on the list, certainly not least, number 11 uh, on the 49ers cornerback depth chart is going to be Trey Swilling. Uh, he's out of Georgia Tech. And the 49ers are bringing him in to, to see if he can compete and and possibly make this team. I think it's going to be tough, but he's got that necessary size. 6'1", 196 pounds. He's got some length to him. And he's coming at the end of the roster to compete and try to push these other guys to potentially make the team. The 49ers are so talented at the top of the cornerback roster that it's going to be very hard you know, for guys like Parker and Swilling. But you never want to count them out. Because guys like Emmanuel Mosley, you know, were able to come on the scene and, and make an impact. And we've seen players do this from time to time. So you never want to count anyone out. So just to review, uh, Charvarius Ward is number one. I don't think that shocks anyone. Number two is Diameter Lenore, the starting cornerback opposite of uh, Charvarius Ward. And, you know, some people might argue that maybe that's in question. And, and potentially there could be a little bit of a training camp battle there. Isaiah Oliver. Uh, the new free agent coming over from Atlanta. Steve Wilkes said they went out and they got the best nickel corner out there on the open market, and that was Oliver. He's the number three cornerback on the depth chart. Number four, Womack. Sam Womack having the flexibility to play inside and out makes the most sense. Ambry Thomas, from what we saw in 2021, he can recapture that ability. He can definitely be a formidable force on this 49ers secondary and give great depth to a talented roster. Number six, uh, Darrell Luter Jr., the 49ers' new draft pick. Uh, he's going to come in at six, offer some flexibility, but it's got to prove that he can do it in the NFL. Number seven, Quantrez Knight, exciting practice squad player of the year last year, who's going to be coming in to compete, mainly at nickel corner, but you never know what he could do and how he can make this team, but instincts are through the roof. Number eight, Miles Hartsfeld, the extension of Steve Wilkes. He's going to add a wealth of knowledge and exactly you know, the things that Wilkes wants his secondary to do. Number nine, Deshaun Jameson, the exciting undrafted free agent from Texas. Let's see what he can do if his instincts can uh, outweigh some of the other things that he struggles with and he can make this team exciting player, though, who can add on special teams. Number 10, A.J. Parker, uh, second-year man. The four years are going to see what they got there. And then Trey Swilling, uh, another one that they're looking to develop. He's got the right size and height requirements and weight to be a formidable option for this defense and Steve Wilkes and see what he can develop. So a very good 49ers depth chart here at the cornerback position, a far cry from what we've seen before where they struggled at the position at times where they were maybe two or three deep at the position, but we've seen them continue to develop cornerbacks draft and develop has been good going out and getting timely free agents like Charverius Ward, Isaiah Oliver have been solid as well. And the 49ers have flipped what was normally a weakness for them into a strength and a strength of young players. 
exciting to have these kinds of players on the 49ers roster because it means that you have depth on the back end. And anytime you have depth on the back end, you have the opportunity to create turnovers, but also maybe give your defensive line half a second longer, a second longer to make a play, which has been something the 49ers haven't always had. But now this they can work in tandem. Sometimes the defensive line will pick up the secondary, and sometimes the secondary will pick up the defensive line. Very nice problem to have. Well, thank you so much for watching the episode. Let me know what you think about the 49ers depth in the comment section down below. Do you believe Diamond Lenore is going to start opposite of Charverius Ward? Uh, do you think there's more of a competition than you know maybe I believe? You think Ambry or Darrell Luter Jr. can take that spot? I'm curious. Let me know in the comment section. Let me know what you think about Q Knight if he has a chance to make this team. Interesting to me. Also, you can check out new episodes of the Ant Hill Show and Slightly Offsides over on Patreon. Me and, me and Jay Hill have been going through uh, and ranking position by position on offense, defense, special teams, and then even coaching staffs for uh, the NFC West and determining who has the best overall uh, organization in the NFC West going into the 2023 season. So if you have Patreon, check that out. If you don't, sign up for Patreon and go check it out. Uh, it's a it's a lot of fun episodes. Uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. On the push for 4K, about 50 away. So almost there, hoping to get there before training camp. You can help me get there if you subscribe to the channel. Thanks so much for watching. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Till then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers.